This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is John Waite. John, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good, Alan. I'm on the road. Uh, I think I'm on 95, but we're heading south and um, got a long drive ahead of us, but it's a day off. We've played three gigs in a row. We're all fantastic. We're, we're very happy to be out on the road, so uh, life is really good. Well, you are on what I saw from your Facebook, 40 years of missing you tour, five weeks yeah. in a row. How exciting is that? 40 years. It makes me well, feel yeah. I mean, geez. Uh, I think it might be a, a little bit longer. Um, uh, what can you say? I mean, it's been the babies and bad English and all the solo stuff. And it just keeps coming. But it, it seems to have got, uh, a, believe it or not, more fun. And uh, I worry less about what's going on around outside the band that just get on with it. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's a joy to be out there playing music, and uh, I feel pretty blessed. <laughs> well, I, I can only imagine that you feel blessed. I want to let the listeners know you're going to be in Brown County, Indiana. That's Nashville, Indiana, at yeah. the Brown County Playhouse, November 16th. Listeners, Everybody in Indiana knows where Brown County's at. The Brown County Playhouse is a beautiful little place, holds about 480 people. It's set up for music. Um, I've only, other time I've been there is to see Asleep at the Wheel, and they put on a great show there, and I'm looking forward to yours at that place. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, that's a, that's kind of like a perfect size. I, mean, I just watched Keith Richards uh, on the TV with Jimmy Kimmel, and he was. Uh, not Jimmy Kimmel. It was with the Howard Stern. Who? Howard Stern. No. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he was talking about like doing that gig the Stones played downtown uh, on TV last night. And uh, he was talking about the smaller kind of places. That's where you do the kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the work. You really hone, hone your craft. Sometimes you play to 6,000 people on a bill, you know, and sometimes it's 600, and sometimes, you know, it's 400. But uh, the, we like to shake it up like that. I mean, I think, honestly, if you just play in the same kind of gigs every night, I think it would become something that should. I love the fact that we're on the move and that we do go into different situations. But my favorite thing would be, like, you're talking about like 500 to 1,000 seats. I think that's where rock and roll lives, you know. I agree. And it sounds like you try to change it up and it's never a job. It's always a love. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I mean, uh, it's become so much easier. But then again, I think it's because familiarity, you get comfortable with yourself and the situation. And it changes all the time. I mean, last year we went to Holland and played like seven sold out shows, you know, who were big shows. And uh, we had a ball. I mean, you know, we, I mean, it was, it wasn't easy. You know, I mean, it was like a lot of driving and interviews and TV and radio and then the show. But, you know, like I said before, what else are you going to be doing? I mean, uh, sleeping probably but I mean uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's really great fun I mean it, you know it's adult fun 
it isn't like just playing around. It's like it's fun because you know where you where you can take it, and uh, you throw yourself into it. But I mean, what a great way to spend your time, you know. It sounds amazing. Well, John, I'm going to lead up to a, a long question that's going to bring up what I what I call summing up your life that, that oh, talked okay. about it in the movie. The first time I interviewed you was in 2019, and you were going to be playing at the Vogue in Indianapolis, Indiana. Great gig. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I just had this feeling when I left the interview – you know, I've loved your music for years, from the babies to your solo stuff to Bad English. But I asked you to sign my guitar. You signed it. My friend took a horrible picture. You handed me your guitar pick right before you went out on stage. And I said, hey, thanks for making a soundtrack to my life. And but what I walked away from that night, from that interview, was you were an artist. The next interview I did with you, we talked about your, your drawings, and yeah. I got art, art, art in my head. You didn't chase money. You didn't chase fame. You chased your love, your passion. And that brings me to your movie, The Hard Way. Yeah. And when I watched The Hard Way and I got done, I felt like I had, I had got it right. You know, that's, that's who you were. That's who you are. And that's what that movie brings about is your art. Oh, well, yeah, uh, I enjoyed the interview we did, and uh, I don't know if that was a goofy picture we took together. But, um, <laughs> it was my friend's uh, bad camera, camera yeah, photography. I know, I know, believe me. Uh, no, it was great, and I'm glad we're in touch again. It's, um, you know, I, like you said in the, in the hard way in the documentary, there isn't really a lot of choice. It isn't like you think about it and then go like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. It's like sink or swim, you know, it's like, I don't want to do that. I want to do this and I won't deal with these people. I'll deal with people I like and I'll make the kind of music I want to make and not be told how to live my life. I mean, they're, they're pretty severe choices, yes. but they're, they're really joyful choices. The other way you could live your life is just trying to be popular or fit in and, um, I was pretty popular when I didn't fit in. So I think I've been making the right choices. But I appreciate you saying that. Well, and, you know, I think life is its a work of art. You know, how you live it, it that's what really matters, is how you live it. And uh, when you haven't got it anymore, when you're about to be at the end of it, you'll regret not doing something that you really loved. There's no reason why you can't get on a plane and go to France or get married and have kids, or build an aeroplane, or go and live in the woods, or kayak in Alaska, or go and live in New York City, whatever you want to do. If you want to be a poet or an airline pilot, if you want to like be a painter or a poet, go do it. Whatever, whatever your muse is, just go and do it, you know? That brings up a weird question that I've, I've never asked an artist before, but you just keyed in on. Have you ever had the opportunity to go to any elementary schools or junior high, high school and talk about what you just said about living your life? And No, no, I haven't. I, but um, I think uh, kids are pretty liberal these days. And a lot of, a lot of uh, teachers are pretty much about kids doing what makes them happiest. So I don't think they need me to go in there and say, hey, look what I did. But um, 
But in my day, when I was just a kid, I think it would have been handy for somebody to come in and say, you can do whatever you want. But I was already decided I was going to do whatever I was going to do. I was going to go to art <laughs> school and then I was going to be in a band. And uh, it worked out like that. It was fantastic. I love seeing people live their dreams. And, uh, you know, when you see you and, and Tim and, and Mark and you guys are on the road and you're on stage, it looks like everybody's having a good time. Which Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's always a laugh a minute. I mean, if it was unpleasant, I wouldn't be doing it. It's funny. You know, it's a sexy thing. Is you get up and play music for all these people and you're looking at them and you can get them to join in. I mean, as soon as we hit the first chord, everybody's in the band, the audience and the band. They're one thing. So, you know, how could you not love what I do? I mean, it's just, I just feel so completely happy to be doing it. I agree. Well, John, I want to ask you, what what made you want to make the movie? I didn't. I mean, I, I just looked up an old friend of mine in Portland. There was some riots there. Black Lives Matter turned into like trying to burn down Portland. So I called him up and said, how are you doing? And we got talking. He used to work at Epic Records. And um, we were friends for 25 years. And uh, he just started asking me what I was doing. And I told him I was still touring, making records. And, and he got more and more into it. And he said, it'd make a great movie. You know, and I went like, yeah, sure it would, you know, uh, good luck with that. And uh, he called me back about three weeks later and he had backing. So um, we started doing interviews every day and he, he probably knows more about my life than, than I do or remember. And he got a bunch of photographs and, and footage and uh, interviewed a lot of different people. And it became a movie after about eight months. It's it's a great movie, and I and I gotta say, you included a question I asked in the movie. I was totally surprised when I watched it, and made my night. And I was already enjoying the movie, so it was just a great time, great time. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. It surprised me. I didn't watch it for two months. I refused to watch it, and I had absolutely no input on it. I let them say what they wanted to say about me and people being interviewed, just just whatever they wanted to say. I thought it would be kind of creepy to get involved in the edit, you know. Um, I wanted people to be look at it like it was honest, which I do believe it is. Yes, you it know? is. That's that's where I came across. I watched that movie, and I felt like that was the guy that I interviewed that had told his life story in twenty minutes about wanting to be an artist, and that's what stuck out in my head. So, yeah, I think it, I think it worked. I mean, it's just got released in Europe. And uh, I think it's going to do very well. I mean, you know, I mean, there's such a lot of stuff out there that's good, but um, I'm glad it's out there. I think it's had a real positive impact. I do too. And I want the listeners to know, on top, I found it on Amazon. I think it's on a couple other streaming services. You've got it on your website, johnwaitworldwide.com. So listeners, you can go there and get a copy of that. It's called The Hard Way. I believe I saw signed DVD versions of that that yeah. they could pick up. It's that's signed, and it's, it's by Mike Nichols. He's a famous director. But if you go to Drumwear Worldwide, you can order a, a copy that's signed, and um, there's artwork up there, CDs, T-shirts. Believe me, we've we've got everything up there. But um, and you can get it on Apple, and you get it on Amazon. Uh, you know, it's out there majorly. You know. 
Okay. Well, I want to remind the listeners one more time, you're going to be performing at the Brown County Playhouse in Nashville, Indiana, November 16th. Uh, what a nice, friendly, friendly people they are down there. Great venue. So, oh, I, I like, uh, you know, I like Indiana. I like the Midwest a lot. I always feel really comfortable at as much as I spend my time in New York City, and now I live in Santa Monica, it's always great to be in Ohio or Michigan or Indianapolis, you know, Kentucky. I mean, it's just really great. It's beautiful. Beautiful part of America, really. People forget how wonderful it is. But then again, it's the largest part of America, so it's the true America, really. And it's beautiful this time of year. I don't know if any of the leaves will still be on the trees in November, but... It's a it's a nice little town. Um, well, so- I expect you to go out and glue them on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna really enjoy the drive just getting off the interstate and getting there. It's beautiful. So yeah, but- well, it's it's pretty cool where I am right now, but uh, we are looking forward to it. it we we really are. But, well, John, I noticed you also on your uh, website that you've got a new four song CD out called Anything. Will, yeah. Will you be performing any of that? New music. I don't know. I mean, we've only got like so much time, and there's so much history we've got to throw into the set. I mean, you have to remember there's all the baby's hits, like Head First, and Isn't It Time, Every Time I Think of You, Back on My Feet Again, Midnight Rendezvous, then there's Bad English, there's like When I See You Smile and all that stuff, Best of What I Got, and there's Obviously Missing You. I want to say thanks for being my guest on Sights and Sounds. I really appreciate it. John, thanks for taking your time. Cool. 